You're listening to the Screeners Podcast Network. Welcome to the Geek Card Check. My name is Chris. And I'm Tyler. And I'm Kate, as the only one with a towel tonight. Oh, we forgot our listen. Towels. The towel. I totally forgot the towel. And if you don't know what that is in reference to, you are about to find out. Every week here on the Geek Card Check, we try and pull on the threads of pop culture and decide if they pass the Geek Card Check. And this week, we have a big, big thread we're going to be pulling on. Very, very popular um, in certain circles. And that is the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. We're going to be talking specifically about the 2005 film adaptation of the novels and very popular radio drama. All right, Tyler, are you going to Sherpa guide us through this experience? Yeah. You you haven't seen this movie before yeah, this week, right? That's how this started, right? So this started as, uh, I want to say, Chris, at one of our, one of our end, uh, end little ditties that we do, <laughs> uh, Chris said, so, so end long it ditties. We yeah. do in our end ditties. <laughs> Uh, Tyler, I who, started this so long. Thanks for all the fish. Were you not I paying Chris attention? Said it and you and then you added to it. it did, I thought it was that way. Uh, other way around. Other way around. She, other way around. she mentioned so long and thanks for all the fish. That's how she oh, and ends. Then you started singing it. No, ty- literally, Tyler. It's how she always ends our episodes. I know, Have you? I just this is the moment. I, this I, moment I all this time. Reason. Okay. Well. All right. So let's. So you know. I'm so embarrassed for you. Hey, listen, if you're listening, audience, I'm so sorry. Tyler, Tyler's had a little bit of a brain fart tonight, but it's okay. It's all good. Yes, Ty- Kate brought that up. I sang the song, and then you, you had no idea what was going on. And I was on. completely lost. Yeah. So that's, yep. that brings us to this this week where we decided Here we to, are. to watch The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. And I, so, so I, I had never seen it before. I read it about... A little less than a month ago, I, or I listened to it on a uh, on a car ride I took down to see my parents in California. Um, it is such a short book; I think it took me like two and a half hours to listen to. It was um, it was really very good. Um, and then we watched this movie, and uh, yeah, it's it's a movie with people in it and stuff. <laughs> it's a movie with people in yeah, it. Yeah, and it's truer words have never been spoken. Your very, enthusiasm, Tyler, I think we're going to need to take a moment. Yeah. I well so okay, I want to let's let's you know, we've we've talked about my origin story with this. It's yeah. it's thrilling, it's wonderful. Uh I really <laughs> liked the book. I, I will say I loved the book. I thought it was hilarious. Laugh out loud, funny. Uh, I believe Stephen Fry reads it, which is appropriate cuz he plays the uh, I believe he plays the guide in this movie. Yes. Um, it's it's a great um, book. I'm an Anglophile, you know. If if you hear you know my my ravings on you know the wonderful James Bond or Doctor Who or any of those things, I love British, uh, um, you know, British literature, British film, British TV. Um, and actually, that's my number one complaint with this movie is this, it is nowhere near British enough uh, for me. But we'll uh, we'll talk about that I think more in depth. So that's my origin story, Kate. Yeah. How did you? encounter the hitchhiker's guide to the galaxy douglas adams sci-fi classic and this so i had a friend in uh my teen years who was quite the fan and we were at a bookstore one time and he pointed out the omnibus edition of the set and said you need to own this just trust me he was right (laughs) he was so right 
Um, I have seen the uh, TV show from 1981, and this, though, was the first time I'd seen the film version because I'd been warned off by uh, a number <laughs> of fans. And so when Chris suggested that we watch it, it's like, all right, I have an excuse now that I can blame it on that for all the friends that are like, no, it's awful. I will share my opinion as we get to it. Um, but that is my pedigree. Oh, and I've heard the first couple of episodes of the radio drama. I have not gotten through the whole thing yet. I will. Oh, man. I've heard it's great. I, I wish I had actually listened to it as well. But I, Oh, it's I delightful. Is, I just ran out of time. That was it. <laughs> it is It is so wonderful. That is what I've listened to. I never, I've read the book and I never, I didn't read the audiobook. I didn't realize there was an audiobook. I thought the audiobook was the radio drama. Um, so that that is disappointing that you guys haven't experienced that because it is delightful. Absolutely delightful. Yeah, I definitely will. If it's anywhere, I mean, near as well, like obviously it's it's going to be slightly different than the book because of a cast of characters, but shoot, I, yeah. I can't imagine it being a bad thing. This might be a worthwhile yeah. time to mention a little bit of my thesis with, with Adam, with Douglas Adams, because there's the radio original, there's a stage production, there's the novels, there's comics, there's the TV version, there's a video game, the feature film. I mean, it's an empire, yeah. I try to, I see this as a multiverse version because it's not really consistent throughout. Like, Adams no. contradicts himself yeah. uh, in totally. the various versions. And so he's like... Disney's reboots before Disney was doing reboots of their own material. Uh, yeah, but but hang on just a second though. Let's be real honest. This 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 entire series is not a, at all interested in being consistent. Though. Right, Isn't that's that kind, kind of, of the point. point? Yes. Yeah, exactly. So so yes. it, it, that is what's enjoyable is that it's almost as if, you know, he's a Douglas Adams has grown a few years or whatever. And so the like you said, the book is different than the radio because he's kind of like going back almost a la George Lucas style and <laughs> saying, better oh, you know what? Lucas. Yeah. But but what's good is, is that he actually um, or at least the folk, I don't know if it was him, he himself, but I feel like the media the medium of the mm -hmm. media really speaks well for the the version in which it exists. Yes, and um, I, I think that's that's quite good because the book is the book, and the radio drama is the radio drama, right. and I think both of them are enjoyable, vastly different. So yeah, that's the uh, the underlying point behind my thesis about what Douglas Adams is doing is when I I when I sat down to watch the movie, it was a moment of well, do I like it better than the show? And then I stopped myself, and it's like. Does it yeah. really matter? It, it, that's not the point at all. The, right. the comparison right. doesn't work for this because the the, the basic core of how these are uh, versions are created makes for that variety, and it's wonderful because of that. It's it's not one of those that you can actually go. All right, is the new Lion King better than the old Lion King? You know, <laughs> no, not to no, touch a sore point for Tyler, but um, <sighs> so up front, wow. I'm just saying I don't think these should be compared in terms of what is truer or anything like that okay so maybe i'm just coming at it then from a from a wrong point of view but i guess i, I want to push back on that because because couldn't we just say that with any adaptation that any adaptation uh is just hey it's their own it's their own person's work we should just you know, suck it up and stop complaining that the book isn't, or that the, that the movie isn't as good as the book or the new version isn't as good as the old version. I guess what, what really maybe dig down for it for me and for our listeners, how, how does this differ from, from our complaints where we would complain otherwise? Because this is Douglas Adams and this is how Douglas Adams works specifically. Yeah. Well, I, I, but I hang on, but I, I actually do agree that I think 
um, you should judge each piece of art, for lack of a better word, on its own merits, right? True. So the Shining book should not be, I mean, you can compare the two if you'd like, but they're completely different things. The Shining movie is wonderful, it's but it's not the book. The book. You know, it's one of the few adaptations that's better than the book. Yeah, but people would, you, you could understandably so get why somebody who's a huge fan of the book would think the movie is trash, a la Stephen King right. thinks so. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Well, and does, so in that it, case, especially, doesn't the author have the chance to say, this is my book, you messed it up. So that's the point I think Kate is making here is that what she's saying, what, what he is doing is saying, hey, this is something completely new. Here it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you like it, great. And if you don't, no worries. Just because but I'm not, the author is the one who made the changes were okay. Well, I mean, I, I don't even know if that's necessarily true. I think that I, I genuinely believe that is true of all. Th- just recently, like, and I bring up The Shining because is a part yeah. of the this movie. Ready Player One. People got really upset about the 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 movie because it wasn't an exact thing. But I mm. think Steven Spielberg and um, uh, Ernest Cline did a great job of adapting a really hard book into a film and made it more cinematic with the exact sure, same feeling. But completely different plot. Not a completely different plot, but a completely different plot points. No, yeah, there, and so, there's a shift, yeah, for sure. And so I, th- I don't think it's fair to say, well, the book's better. Well, okay, duh. I mean, <laughs> fine. You liked that one first. You enjoyed that one. But the movie's excellent. I think the movie's wonderful. So the same thing is here for me is that if, if you, you have to judge everything on its own. And comparison, in my viewpoint, is stupid other than just to understand kind of maybe a jumping off point. You know what I mean? Like, here is the thing. What they did, is that also excellent? Even if it is not the original thing, sure. I'm cool with that. I'm, I'm fine with that. In fact, I'm going to get more excited because <laughs> then I'm interested well, in what the have, new thing is. And you have two good versions of the thing. I, I would I would agree. I, I would largely agree. Like, I, I would take, um, like... Okay, Harry, like Harry Potter and the Half Blood Prince, the sixth movie is the worst. We adaptation. just we just watched that. <laughs> it's it's the worst adaptation. It is, it's like twenty percent of the book, uh, is is actually like even slightly there. Um, but the rest of it, but it's a great movie in and of itself. It's a great movie. It's 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 one of the better Harry Potter films by itself. It's just a terrible adaptation, and so I, w- I think I would agree. If the, if it's almost maybe this is a double standard, I don't know, but like, it's if the adaptation, let, let's take The Shining or or you know Harry Potter six, if the adaptation is really 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 excellent, you know in and of itself, it doesn't matter to me if it if it diverges. Um, but if if it's yeah. a crappy adaptation, then it's like, well, why did you diverge? Like, why did you sh- why did you move away? Like, you know, your your Percy Jackson and the Olympians. That's that is the worst adaptation it's a terrible movie the worst adaptation i've ever seen um it's i've it's, heard aragon is the worst aragon's pretty bad although i hated the book so there's it didn't really do anything for me either Got so it. um it. it's a great soundtrack one of the best film scores actually it's it's fantastic but All right, i feel, I feel anyway, like we're getting off oh, or feel like we're getting off no, way yeah. way off course yeah. we're getting into philosophical like uh tones here i think we need to get back to Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, specifically. But you I'm see how far at the I bit. want to do to not talk about this movie. <laughs> I know, I know. I'm chomping at the bit to know what you guys actually think. Obviously, Tyler, I, I get the feeling you did not like the 2005 adaptation uh, of of this source material. So tell me, what didn't you like? Why why are you so why are you so angry at this? I man? can't. Come on. I, 
I can't fully pinpoint it honestly. Like, and that's that's maybe what's even frustrating is is I mm-hmm. I can't say this is the reason I don't like this movie. Um, because there are moments British that enough. are really good. Say you mentioned again? you mentioned in conversation previously that it was not British enough. Is, that's that's that uh, that's my number one thing. Right in, at the top yeah. of my notes, I I wrote more British. Uh, it's because it, it's what what does that what does that mean? You gotta be a little okay. So we have all right. Let me let me start with what I do like first. I really, <laughs> I um, I I like, uh, I like. Martin Freeman, I think he does a really good job. He's uh, he's probably who I would have picked, especially in two thousand five. Like, who's the most British thirty something actor out there? It's Martin Freeman. There's a reason he got chosen later on to be Bilbo Baggins. You know, he's yeah. he's probably he's a good everyman we, character. He's a very good everyman character. It's just weird that Benedict Cumberbatch wasn't in this as well. But um, <laughs> but if this was made today, Benedict Cumberbatch probably will be in it because he's in every other British thing that Martin Freeman isn't in. Um, I or think, is in, and and that he what he is in too, yeah, uh, including both in the Marvel universe. It's so weird. Anyway, um, I I liked I liked the parts that um, gosh, I, guys, I can't I can't. I'm trying to th- say things that I liked about this movie because I well, don't tell us what you didn't start like. Start your hating. Let's hear it. I don't like being Come a on, bro. Let's go all the time. Um, go okay. for it. Find your dark soul. <laughs> I I had problems with I, I I think honestly the casting is my is my biggest issue and it's not the actor's fault so I will say that it's not the actor's fault I think that the acting is actually good um, I just think the casting is wrong Zoe Deschanel is herself it, it, she is who she always is in every single movie she does nothing different here I'll, although this I will say it's 2005 so she's not reached her Zoe Deschanel zenith yet like at the end of, of New Girl <laughs> Zoe um, zenith. <laughs> You know, but she is she is herself. She is, uh, you know, Manny, Manic Pixie Dream Girl who just does her own thing, and and it's not again not her fault. It is just, just she is cast in that in that role. Mos Def yeah. is great. I I really really like Mos Def. He's, but I think he's just it's a it's such a weird choice to have him there. Uh, he doesn't. He is so delightful from the moment he runs in, and he's like, "Earth is. Go- I mean, my home is going to be destroyed." He's like, "Oh, how, how did you know?" And, and like, I'm oh, trying to shake hands with the and car, then and then that stops that delightfulness because I I didn't write that down at first. I I because I wrote most of is great. I loved him all the way through. He's great. The end of the pub scene, and then I was done. And then then I thought, "Oh, this is weird casting." Like. It, it didn't that didn't work for me Alan Rickman is great because geez he's Alan Rickman like he can't be bad so I, I did like his casting I think he was good um, it was it was good to have Stephen Fry as the as the narrator um, but the rest of it Sam Rockwell and I love Sam Rockwell he is weird and he did not work for me at all even slightly did not work <clears throat> Yeah, what? So off-putting. Chris's face right now. He's losing it. (laughs) (laughs) Sam Rockwell is fantastic in this movie. He is a fantastic actor. He has no business being in this movie. It was so weird. It didn't work. It didn't work for me at all. Okay, cool. I mean, wow. So you're saying the cat? So that's what. 
What about the plot? The the uh, they I didn't mean, I, I have some of the, like some of the really good stuff. Not that they didn't include, but they changed. Like they really minimized the mice thing, um, which I thought was such. That was like my favorite part of the book. And so maybe now I'm just that that fan. I'm a new fan too. I feel like I don't deserve to be this crotchety about it. But like I like <laughs> there's I loved the mice thing. I thought it was hilarious that mice are truly running the world. It's mentioned like four times in the movie. Like we barely get it, and then and then it doesn't. Well, it's set up. I mean, there are it's, mice running around almost through the entirety of the movie. You get this, like, why are there mice here? I agree. Oh, I, I agree. And I thought, I was like, oh, great, they're setting that up. And then it barely it barely pays off. I, I think I would... You okay, need to watch the think, TV series, clearly, Tyler. That's what I'm hearing from you so far. Is okay, you that I, so that. That, that would be the thing that, that satisfies I mean, you're going to complain about the special effects and things but like I, that. I watch old Doctor Who, so that... The okay. special effects don't bother me. Yeah, these visual effects. Look, the creature effects for the what are they called? Oh, yeah. Zorgon. They were good. Like whatever the Vogons. Vogons. Yeah, they're Vogons. from the Jim Henson workshop, which is just amazing. Beautiful, beautiful totally. puppetry and like um, you know, I don't know what you even call that uh, costuming. I oh, guess yeah. that that and um, Marvin are yes. really good. Like oh, yeah. I, I love I, the creature effects. I like I the Vogons whenever they're applying to uh, get Trillion released and they're having to go through this, you know bureaucratic nightmare and he's like yeah, yes i'm british i know how to queue and then going through the forums and the personality of the vogons that are behind the desk was just perfect I, and i have to say like there are so many callbacks to brazil here like I uh, this that. world yeah Echoes this world feels feels very brazil like you can tell that they took a lot of inspiration specifically with that particular culture that I mean, have and it's up quintessentially british and, also because like this sort of stuff is back in Charles Dickens and, you know, it was a yeah. great expectation. There's a whole bureaucracy comedy sequence that I don't like Dickens, so it doesn't do it for me. But like, this is classic British culture here. Yeah. So it wasn't British enough, though, for there wasn't enough queuing up. I don't know. <laughs> that's my problem. I, I guess I can't even put my finger. Maybe that's why I'm just frustrated. I can't put my finger on my my big problems. There was other there's other things like they added in a, a love triangle. I didn't like the love triangle thing. I thought that made it too to Hollywood, you know, between Trillian and, uh, who is it? Trillian, Zephod and, and Arthur. I thought that was super Hollywood and cliche. It didn't work for me either. I don't, I don't know. Like I'm just being a naysayer at the moment. And I do recognize this, but like, do you like the toast cutters that makes lightsaber sounds? I did like that. I thought that was funny. <laughs> <laughs> I did. Like, I think that was funny. I, but even the tea thing, like, and, and maybe this is why I'm going with the not British enough. Like he tries to get tea out of it. And I know that's a whole sequence in the book. That's really well done. And, and it's like explained why, like, like it does mimic, it does mimic, mimic tea. And then, but in the movie it didn't work. And I don't know. I just, I'm being grumpy. Stop motion okay. yarn scene. How was that for you? I like that where he pukes, he pukes the yarn. <laughs> pukes yarn. Amazing. I like Absolutely that. amazing. Yep. The, the infinite improbability drive. What an incredible, yeah. like crazy nuts, like idea where every time they would come out of quote unquote warp, the new crazy something. something would yeah. Going that and the universal translator, AKA the babble fish that, going the babble in fish, the air, yes. like solving like light speed and translation is so cleverly done in this. Yeah, but my favorite my favorite thing about all of this is it's also very matter of fact. One of the problems I often have with sci-fi's trying to build a world is that they try and keep it so grounded, and they build rules, right? And they say here are the rules, and then somewhere along the when the plot says so, 
they break those rules. And that's when I really don't like sci-fi films and or, you know, any movie, right? When you set the ground rules and then you break them. Mm-hmm. This this movie is nothing but breaking the rules. Yes. Like there is there are no rules and it is so fun for that. You just go along for this incredible ride where quite literally anything and everything can happen including mice are, you know, the rulers of of earth, right? I mean like yeah. that right. is just And even the whole great. um like so many stories about saving the world, but we blow it up early on. Like who cares about right that? Right away. I love that. I did. I, I did like that. I, I, one again, but that's, that's out of the book. Like, so maybe I feel like it didn't add anything or it didn't. I don't know. I just, uh, I like the, I just uh, think you drive stuff. I really did. I did like that. Um, I think that worked. That so would you I say that you well. like elements of the film, but it didn't yes. cohere in the way that you wanted to see it as a whole? Yeah, I, I'm liking. I like lots of pieces of it. I, I really do like lots of pieces of it. It's it just, yeah. I mean, I, I'm so sad for you because like everything about this movie is ridiculous and hilarious. Like the moment they land on the, I can't remember what planet that is, and they all have. If you have a thought, you get swiped. With the, the fly face. swatter thing in the face. Oh, that was yeah, bam! Like it's just so fun. It's so stupid, but I just laugh my head off. Like I cannot. I. Can't, what about that poor face? happy crab too that gets yes. yes, yeah, or that yeah. the point of view gun. I did. I loved that. I really liked that. I did. I'm already a woman. It doesn't work on me. Yes. Yeah, I, I like that one. I, I, but I, so that was even like with that one, it was it was all the, the weird love triangle that was going on. I didn't like that. That was her realization that she needs to, be with Arthur. And um, but I, I liked how it was used. I liked I liked the. You don't the like love triangles, but it. you love teen fiction, and you talk about teen. I haven't fiction read much in a long time. time. Actually, like I really haven't read much in a long time. I've. I've and by a long time, you mean kid. this summer? No, like, in a long time. <laughs> all right, you two. Uh, <laughs> So, okay, yes. Kate, I feel like we haven't heard enough of your thoughts on the film adaptation in particular. What Tell what are whatever. your overall thoughts or why he's right? I've I've got I've got a feeling you perhaps have mixed feelings, but I'm not sure. I haven't been able to tell yet. So clarify, please. I think I'm a little bit in between you guys um, for this one. I think this is a great light intro into Douglas Adams. For those that um, have no background, they're not even sure if they like this kind of British comedy, it's 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 light enough and easier. I mean, it's still weird and still ridiculous and still absurd in many wonderful ways, but it's not as deeply steeped in it as the TV show, as the radio drama. Yeah. You don't need so much inside knowledge to appreciate it. And so I think it does succeed as reaching a wider audience, but only to a point. Uh, it's still requires people with a certain sense of humor to love all of its goodness. Um, yes. So um, it was hilarious to me. It was interesting to, I rewatched the uh, TV series before watching the movie. And um, I think the TV series does get the details better, but I think that that's sort of a throwaway comment in many ways because the TV series has the room to really do all those things. And the movie doesn't have the room to do that, so it simplifies. So that way, the film is actually watchable, and it that works for me. Um, I do like most of the casting. I think probably my favorite bit of casting though was Bill Nye. I think <laughs> that whole sequence there, you know, building the second Earth. And if you look, there's a background shot of 
um, a Doctor Who, was it Shada? One of the Doctor Who plants yeah. is there in the factory, which is a really great nod moment to Doctor Who there. Well, it's John- even, even more because mm-hmm. Shada is, is Douglas Adams' infamously unproduced un- or unproducible uh, Doctor Who script. He he wrote it and it never got produced. It yes. was too weird and too complex. Yeah, it's it's great. The whole John oh, Malkovich. Man, I would love to see that. Yeah. That that would blow my mind. I think oh there's my an gosh. animated version now that has come out, but I could be wrong. Mm. Or an audio. Maybe it's an audio play. I can't. Remember. I think it's an audio play. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the whole John Malkovich sequence is film only. That is not in the other versions. Yeah. Um, I forget the name of the, the group that he's leading. They are in the books, but his character is film only. When he first came on screen, I'm like, who, what? Oh, this Same. is interesting. <laughs> and yeah. hilarious. I, I, I quite enjoyed his the, his foil. And he, he could have been used un, a lot better, I felt. And he's, he's a great actor, and he's all in in that role. But unfortunately, it doesn't really go that one all that. Fit. Yeah. He doesn't have a great foil to Sam Rockwell, which is what I have a feeling that was, was that's point. what it was supposed to be. Yeah. And but it just didn't it didn't quite work out as well as as it could have or maybe should have. But yeah, um, great character though. Um, yeah. I loved the intro with the dolphins and the musical number. That, that I like, did yes. like that. I did. If like you weren't that. down for that, you weren't gonna <laughs> like this movie. It just. Yeah. Oh man, the moment I, I was sitting in the theater, the moment that that came on i was like okay i know what movie i'm in right now like they, they do the brief little um intro with the the guide coming on and telling you a little bit of history and then saying you know their 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 attempts to warn us were misinterpreted as <laughs> yeah. uh, a double backflip uh you know hitting a, a, a soccer ball or whatever it was and i was just like oh my gosh we are this is going to be incredible yeah this is this is amazing i loved the uh I think it's the f- first time. Yeah, whenever they first arrive on the Heart of Gold, and um, Arthur and uh, Ford Prefect are sofas, that got a laugh out yes. loud moment for me. Yes, that was brilliant. Um, yes, I loved the the falling whale and the whole everything yeah. around them arriving at a planet and then things going wrong and then getting you know thermo nukes shot at them. That just I laughed so hard through that. And being turned into a. A, pl- a pot of plant or something. Dr- yeah. Dr- yeah, geraniums or whatever they were. The petunias. I can't remember what that was, but yeah, yeah, yeah. That was great. Yeah, and it's so ridiculous. And I, this is what makes me excited. I don't know if we've mentioned this yet, but that they're they're doing a television series, and like you just mentioned, the TV show that format alone gives you the ability yes. to breathe. Yeah, and so to go off on a ridiculous tangent for five, ten. 40 minutes yeah you know what i mean like do just something so dumb and silly and you're just like i can't that's what this is all about maybe like as you're as you guys are talking too, like because i I agree i I actually am really excited about that other than carlton cues is the is the showrunner for that i feel like uh, it goes into my my core complaint that he's not british and so maybe maybe there's gonna be a problem (laughs) who knows maybe he's what is wrong with you so carlton cues he's all he's just lost he's just gonna be all you're so anti-american tyler I don't know, maybe. Carlton Cuse, though, has done some good stuff. He just, he did the, um, oh, come on. What the, it was the Psycho television series. What was that called? Um, My, wait, he wasn't on Mindhunters, was he? No, 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 no. The Psycho, uh, you know, the, the television series based on the t- uh, the movie Psycho. There's a TV. Um, oh, 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 yeah. Uh, Bates, Bates, Bates Motel. Motel. Oh, I never saw that. Was that good? He was the showrunner on that. Yes, it was I very good. Yes. He was the showrunner on that one. 
He's done a couple of things post Lost. I think he's doing a better job of. Ooh, he wrote the screenplay of, for San Andreas, Chris. Carlton Cuse. Yeah. yeah, man. So we know we got quality. You know <laughs> and what <Rampage>. I mean? <laughs> it's gonna be good, man. It's gonna be good. Uh, yeah. Anyway, sorry, I interrupted you. Oh, this is no, my problem no. with Carlton Cuse. Is is Jack Ryan? Okay, here's here's exactly. Oh, I should have. Okay, ooh, this is a, one of Tyler's pet so bugaboos, Fox. so you should just know that for context before he goes yeah. off. What is happening right now? I feel like oh, this is all getting hijacked. <laughs> no, no. Can I get this, off? Can I? Can I? Can I put my thumb up and hitchhike somewhere else? No, this is just just briefly. Here's why I'm maybe concerned about the the, the Hulu show is is <laughs> I uh is that Jack Ryan, which is one of my favorite properties like i've loved reading tom clancy novels all the time jack ryan they were make, making it into a show and it's so subpar in terms of its writing and characterization of jack ryan they have like like 24 books to go off of to to characterize this this person and he's nowhere near it i'm not saying adaptations you, you are saying such characterize. a snob you are such a snob listen <laughs> but jack ryan but is an the ex same. they're about to make an adaptation of a show of of you know, uh, of uh, made from however many you know books, and we're from a guy who doesn't know how to how to characterize based on books. Tyler, Tyler, Jack Ryan is an excellent television show. The last yes? two episodes were excellent. I agree. No, 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 no. The whole thing was an excellent television show. Yes. No, the last two episodes. I genuinely had a, a on huge its problem. own. Yeah. Jack Ryan is a great television series. <laughs> Don't call it really is. Remember how we started this episode, Tyler, <laughs> about liking versions of things and adaptations? No, yes. I, I, that's. But that's the thing. Like, don't call it Jack Ryan. Then don't like if you're gonna adapt it. Maybe yeah. I don't know. It's fine. It's a. It, uh, okay. All right. I mean, but it is Jack Ryan though. That that's kind of the point. Anyway, it, <laughs> you you you. you you just are uh, you're a, a book snob. Like you, you get attached to a uh, a particular version, and you want that on the screen. But that's not necessarily what should be on the screen. You might think that is the worst. That would be terrible if they put exactly what was in the book onto the screen. Just no, wait I until Amazon I, brings out their new Middle Earth TV show from the Second oh, Age. I'm, then I will be the one who'll be losing movie. my head the whole time. But until yeah, then, I'm, I'm gonna laugh at Tyler. It's, it's gonna make me so angry. Uh, I, okay. I will say that, like, it's... I still okay, know. listen, I, 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 we're getting way off. Carlton yes. Cuse, Jack Ryan. Yeah. Let's get back, to, let's get back to... Yeah, let's get back to Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, uh, and, and we can wrap up, and we can have this philosophical uh, discussion offline or maybe even, like, in a little you know, post-credit uh, conversation if we really want to talk about it more. Yeah, so uh, what is appeal... Why... Why is this so appealing to people? I'm going to ask you that question, Tyler. What what is great What's about this? Hitchhikers in general as some as a creation? I think it is light. I think that's that's you know what you guys are saying, and, and where I completely agree. It's light. It's funny. It's absurd. It's it's off the wall, strange, and and hilarious. But 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 is it light though? Yeah, it's actually like, saying something. Yeah, I was just say it's all about like what is life? Like what is literally what is the meaning of life is what this is all about. Oh, I complete I agree and and its answer though is I I I also would say is a light answer in not light in a bad way. Don't don't take me wrong. I like I okay, just, I'm, I'm listening. Um its answer is is that there is no answer. It's 42. You know, we we don't know we don't know the question that we're asking. And I, so I I really like that as well. Like it spits out this answer 42 and it doesn't make sense to anybody and it says yeah because you didn't know the question. Um like you didn't Well, 
I, I mean, maybe I'm wrong here, but uh, Bill Nye's character, I think, answers it pretty well, uh-huh. and that is, you know, you're 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 do, you're doing your best to find happiness, to find joy, and how are you doing on that? Are you doing great? No, I'm not doing great, but that's what, I, and that's basically like the whole the impetus of the story, the idea of the relationship between the two, you know, Zoe Deschanel's character um, and uh, Martin Freeman's character is that that sometimes you just got to take a risk and live and not put yourself in this safe little box. Mm-hmm. Go on an adventure. Do something new and live your life. And don't expect it and all to make this, sense. <laughs> that's it. Don't expect for it all to make sense. Totally. I, I think it's beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah, and 42 Beautiful. is a random joke. It's it's everywhere, but it, the point that you don't know the right question to ask is is not a frivolous one. Um, yeah. It says oh, a I lot agree. about yeah. human beings and what we think about things. Even the way it you know mocks religion a little bit in this, it, it's it's that, that's a source of deeper meaning, and it it points at empty ritual that doesn't actually you know, get out meaning in the way it, it lampoons it here. Ab- absolutely. I mean, the, the, the way I've always read it is when um, they're asking one thing, the, this supercomputer, what is the, the purpose of life? And it spits out 42. It literally is absurd. Like, it's like, oh, yeah. Why? Why are you even doing that? Like, the, the point of life is living. Like, the the point of this whole thing is not to have someone else tell you yeah. what to do. Mm-hmm. It is you doing, doing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Human, you know, go do something. Um, and that's what I find interesting here is, is that supercomputer is not going to give you an answer. Well, that, right. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, and this then, is also super relatable. Like, we don't have a hero, you know, with all these great chosen one type qualities leading this. We have, as every man as you can possibly get, a dude who's just yeah. trying to survive his house getting bulldozed and he's looking for a decent cup of tea and he can't even get that. And then yeah. he's put in this situation where he's got to face all of this insanity. And by the end of it, he's starting to get the hang of being more human, essentially, rather than boxing himself away. Yep. For sure. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I. I no, I, I completely agree. I think I, I I love, I love, that's and that's still the what I mean by light is not frivolous. What I mean by light and, and why I love it is is it's, is it doesn't, it doesn't also hit you over the head. Like if it, if it started preaching at you, right, it would it would turn everybody off, right. If it, if it began just saying and here you stupid humans, let me tell you this th- these things and and you know then it would we would have this problem. And I love Douglas Adams. It would. You're Chris is shaking his head. Like I love Douglas Adams, you know, issue with it or his way. Of I don't it. think this is subtle. Like I think Douglas Adams is not subtle. Nope. Um, not even close. So like I, I, I'm not sure. I mean, I understand what you're trying to say. Yeah, it is funny. I think he's just bringing humor into a right. uh, a, 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 a viewpoint of life. Do you know right. what I mean? He's trying to inject humor. Uh, and it's almost a you know, cheerful that, narcissism or nihilism, not narcissism, nihilism. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, 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 you know, instead of turning into Marvin, yeah, totally. You know what I mean? Like Mar- Marvin is like the, Who, the other, like if, if you let, if there was no humor, right. everybody would be Marvin. Well, and he but, has realized 
you know, the terribleness of the universe and all of the bad things around us in the universe. And he is let it get it. And down. that's what he's focused exactly. on. That's what the, that robot is focused and on. And focused so inward too, like all of the problems Which, to him. Can I make a point about that for a second? Um, yeah. Whenever the, uh, whenever Marvin shoots the point of view gun at the Vogon, it seems to affect them far more deeply and long lasting than it does the humans. And I think they're the perfect target audience for that because they're a race of creatures of bureaucracy and awfulness yeah. and you know poetry but not really um and so because at first i'm like why are they still being affected by it whenever the humans get over it quickly and it's like oh wait a minute they are perfectly designed for that gun with marvin exactly. like they could not be yeah, a better they're, they're gonna work they'll work through it longer you know, yeah yeah you know, cross the t- uh, cross the t's and dot the i's that, that's that's funny i didn't notice that or even think about it but that is true that's fun yeah what i also like about the story is is the focus on I, I love the revelation and they do it in in it's such a great way in the book too where i love the revelation of the mice um mm-hmm. being you know the actual uh, most intelligent creature on the and doing experiments on humans this whole time yes they've been they've been experimenting on the humans and especially it's so much better um where where they are um they are lab rats, and like we know, isn't it Trisha? Isn't Trisha doing experiments on them in the book? Isn't that they're like, her pets? They're they're just her pets, but yeah, they there are others that are are experiments are being done on them, but we're actually their experiment. I think it's hilarious. <laughs> it's so good, and they're also these super intelligent, essentially godlike beings, um, and and it puts us it flips the 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 power you know, the dynamic on us where we yeah. are it, that's we're so humanistic and saying we are the the ones who have it all under control and we have it all and yet yeah we have no idea actually it's right yeah. under our noses self-importance is bulldozed throughout yes. this starting with the blowing up of earth it just totally we just don't matter as much as we think we do yeah oh the movie begins with the destruction of earth and the book does too i love that i think that's so great you said it earlier you know we you know it's all everything's always focused on us saving the earth from being destroyed that's that's gone immediately you know and even there's the there's the um, the conversational, you know, mishap of, of saying, oh, my home is about to be destroyed. And he's like, oh, you know, because it's, it's, we're so inwardly focused. We're so focused on our own little stuff going on that we are, we don't want to see the bigger picture out there. And, uh, and that's done away with so that, um, Arthur Dent is able to, to have this realization. I love yeah. all of that. You need to watch the TV show then too, because there's this great, they travel back in time and play a Scrabble game to figure things out. There's so much <laughs> more there that you're going to love it. All right. It's on Where, Amazon Prime, everyone. Okay. <laughs> if you haven't yeah. seen it, if your local library doesn't have it, you can get it there. It is delightful. Absolutely. Chris. Well, what else, Kate? What else? Tell me. You're convincing. You're convincing me. Maybe not about the movie overall, but you're you're pulling me out of my funk and making me want to pick up the second book. Oh, you need to absolutely need to. You need to read rest- so book. restaurant at the end of the universe. Yeah. Keep going. You need to. Okay. I I have not. I don't know anything really about. Um, uh, there was a book released sometime. I want to say in the last ten years, where Owen Colfer wrote it. I yeah. think based on Adams's notes or something like that. I, I don't really so. I know much about that, that one. But and apparently in 2018 they brought out some new material from the radio play. But again, I don't know much about that. Huh. Uh, but worth checking into if you want to dig deeper. I've also seen unverified that the Hitchhiker's Guide itself was supposed to be a parody of 
the Galactic Encyclopedia and Asimov's Foundation series, but I, I don't have any verification. Oh, that would of make that. so much sense to me, and I didn't even think about that. That's uh, yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. Which I mean, it, it works. I, I loved. Gosh. Um, but even yeah. talk, I talk about that. That's why Douglas Adams is so brilliant here. Like, how? Who better to mock Isaac Asimov? Just a little bit. Who, while hey, you know, all respect to one of the you know major creators of the golden golden age of sci-fi. Yeah. yeah. But he is a stuffy, stuffy, stuffy old man. And that's what this is. It's yeah. a send up of all those ideas uh, in a completely absurdist, ridiculous way, and somehow it works. It's all about an existential crisis. Yeah. It's all about like you can like think about you know what is life all about. We yeah. know when all this other stuff that I love and. But, you know, again, we come back to the idea of finding joy in living life is what life is really all about and trying to find some other kind of like deeper, you know, meaning other than that um, can sometimes drive you insane and drive you to the wrong things. Right. And you live you live a life that is not fully lived mm-hmm. because you've been searching how to live your life. You know what I mean? Like yeah. get to the living, yeah. start doing something. Uh, that's what this is all about. And it does it in such a joyful, silly, funny way, but it is actually quite a, um, you know, they, they, you know, talk about a lot of things. That if you think about it too long, you'd be like, whoa, super depressed. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, like, even, whoa, okay. Even Oof. deep thoughts, the computer that came up with 42, like when they go back, she's just watching oh, cartoons. Watching television. I thought the <laughs> same thing. And, and it's back, yeah. the fact that she, yeah. It's like 10 million years or something like that that she has to to take to, to calculate the answer to life, the universe, and everything. And then the set has to do it again because they asked the wrong question. And yeah. I love that. I love – like, A, a we have the, the, the logical fallacy of, like, the uh, uh, human can't create a machine that's going to do its job for him anyway. like Or that's going to be more human or have more understanding of reality than, than itself. But then it has to take 10 million years so the people who built it won't even – be alive like nobody will be alive to be able to to get it i love it it's so it's so lightly deep all right so i feel like we've said everything we can about this movie um let's let's i don't know we do it all the time but we should do it now i'm curious to know if you consider yourself a geek should you a watch this film in particular B, should you at least have some familiarity with Douglas Adams as a, you know, just like as an idea, right? Like as a creator. Um, is this universe kind of, you know, on the shelf of, you know, the the, the creators, you know, the Roddenberrys, the Asimovs, uh, those kinds of stuff. Um, so where where do we fall on this i'm curious to know what tyler thinks but i'm going to kick it to kate first <laughs> because i'd like to know where kate falls and then uh, we'll listen to, to tyler's uh thoughts there um i think at minimum watch the 2005 film you won't necessarily mm-hmm. get as broad of a range but it's not a bad introduction it's a fun introduction and um douglas adams is so thoroughly out there in pop culture that it, he's taking for granted. I mean, we have an actual website called Babblefish for translating information. That comes from Douglas Adams. Uh, 42 is everywhere. You'll see tell jokes here and there. A lot of TV show and film writers and creators reference this sort of material all the time. And for those in the know, it's just a fun little Easter egg uh, throughout yeah. culture. Um, you, I won't understand if you don't love it, but you should at least give it a try, um, even if it's not your thing. It's a, it's it's a geek cred thing to be at least aware of the source material. 
Okay, so be aware of it. Watch the the, the film and uh, at least maybe dive into. Uh, I mean, you guys haven't listened to it yet, but definitely the radio drama. I think um, you guys would get a kick. I out will. Of. Tyler, I'm excited. Tyler, how about you? I, I think I largely agree. Um, the I wonder as you guys have been talking. I wonder if I actually spoiled myself by reading the book first, like like you said, Chris. And and so I'd say if you have no experience with it at all, watch the movie. Um, watch the movie, then dive into to the myriad different um, um, different adaptations and stuff like that. It, you know, read the book, definitely read the book. Like if you're if you're choosing one or the other, though, read the book. It's phenomenal. It's so funny. It's a fast read. It's light. It's easy. Um, but honestly, yeah, for like like Kate was saying, it's so impactful. I I have BSed my way through conversations about Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy for years because it's so <laughs> ubiquitous. Like it's mm-hmm. so easy to just ah oh, forty two, ha ha. Like the one thing I weirdly missed was the was uh, so long and thanks for all the fish. I didn't know what it was <laughs> when you guys referred to it. But oh uh, like I even knew the towels. You know, like I don't forget a towel and don't panic and stuff like that. The, there's a towel um, day every year too that people celebrate. FYI. Ooh. Uh, what day is it? I'm curious, actually. Hmm. <laughs> we timed this wrong. I, this, but anyway, like we, uh, but it relates back to, you know, some of the best sci-fi out there. Doctor Who has its roots in some of the very similar, um, you know, aesthetic and, and, uh, and humor and, and just good absurdist sci-fi. Good omens. Good omens as well, of course, which just came out and which we've talked about in a couple different um, yeah. ways here. On, if on you love of- that, come over for Douglas Adams. You're, this is more of more of that sort of of laugh and humor. Totally, I would totally agree. So yeah, I would say I would say yes. Watch it before reading the book because uh, you know if you're like me, the book ruined it for me. But Chris, what about you? <laughs> no, I really enjoy this movie. It's got a special place in my heart. I think it is clever. Uh, it is silly. It is funny. Uh, and again, it does what sci-fi, I think, is supposed to do, which is ask them pretty big questions. It does so in a very unique and I find to be really entertaining way. So I, I, I had not seen this film for probably 10 years. Uh, I mean, it came out in 2005. So it is right now, you know, 19 years old. No, no. 14. 14, not 19. 14 years old. So, I mean, like, that's. That came out a long time ago. Yeah. And it holds uh, up pretty well. Yeah. Huh? I don't know how I missed it. Yeah. So, like, you know, it's been a while. It's been a minute since I've actually caught up with this. And, yeah, I think it's probably been about a decade since I've watched it. And so, like, I think it holds up pretty well. Some of the visual effects are brr, pretty bad. But and some of them are, uh, are admittedly better than I expected, actually. Like I said, the creature effects for me do yeah. it. Like mm-hmm. the they, they really did some great job on creature effects as well as set design. Um, and uh, I think yeah, if you're if you're a fan of absurdist comedy kind of stuff, I think you're gonna get a kick out of Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. I definitely put it on the same shelf mm-hmm. as all those others and uh, you should check it out. So that was my thoughts. That was good. Good conversation. Loved it. All right. Should we wrap it up? Kate, do you want to take us take us home? All righty. So reach out to us on social media and tell us what your favorite incarnation is of Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. You can reach us on social media at Geek Card Check. We're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And Tyler, if you're not paying attention, so long and thanks for all the fish. So long and thanks for all the fish. So sad it had to come to this. (laughs) 
so long, so long, and thanks for all the fish. Goodbye, everybody. He's Sleep keeping well. that in there, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs>